Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. All right, if you have your Bibles and uh, want to turn with us to passage of Scripture here, I want to go to Matthew 26. Matthew chapter 26. And I'm going to read uh, 36 through 45. And then we're going to jump over into Luke and read uh, Luke 22, 43 and 44. <clears throat> verses here this morning. It said, Then cometh Jesus with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said unto his <clears throat> disciples, Say ye here why I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, that's James and John, and began to, to be sorrowful and very heavy. And he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even until death. <clears throat> unto death. Tear ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little farther, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O, father, o my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he came unto the disciples and findeth them asleep. And he said unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me, set thy drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again, this is the third time, and he prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples, and said unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man uh, is betrayed into the hands of sinners. And I want to go over here to Luke. 22, 43 and 44, it says these words. And I'm so glad Luke put them in there. The other, the, Matthew and Mark didn't do it. It said, And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in, in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat 
was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, once again for the opportunity of being in the house of God to worship you, Lord, today in spirit and in truth. We're so thankful, God, that we have these Bibles, Lord, before us today, which are the Word of God that were written from the Holy Ghost, sent down from heaven, Lord, that we as your people would understand, God, these truths today. But we realize, Lord, that without your help this morning, our understanding would be darkened, Lord. So we pray, God, a special prayer this morning that you'd help us to understand this passage of Scripture. Help us to see, Lord, today what our Christ went through for the sins of the whole world. And for us personally, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, we're at this time of year, and it's a great time of year for the Christian because we reflect back uh, on Jesus' last days here on earth and what He went through. And I don't know how much preaching is done in the, on the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was in there. Uh, we, we know we, uh, we've heard a lot of messages on the cross and we need to hear them. Uh, those are great messages. huh? And, and I'll tell you, we're going to preach a little bit about that next week. The Lord will help us. But the Garden of Gethsemane, I'll tell you, it, it's a very, it's very uh, important that we bring this out. I want you to see this this morning. I tell you, God's people in the church need to see the reality, huh? What Jesus went through in the Garden of Gethsemane, huh? I tell you, uh, this morning, uh, I was thinking about it and I was reading it and I couldn't help but cry, huh? My heart was heavy and I don't understand a lot of this this morning, huh? It's kind of hid from me, I guess. I don't know. Huh? Nobody will really ever know what Jesus went through there in the garden. But I want to tell you something the Scripture said here. He told His disciples, He said, My soul is in agony. Huh? My soul is in sorrow. It's heavy. Listen, even until death. Huh? Death. And I thought about that. I thought, hey, as I read it there and looked at it, huh? Jesus was to the point of death. Huh? His, he was going through so much huh, that he could have fell over dead physically. Huh? Who knows? God had all this planned out. Amen. But think about that. Jesus almost died in the Garden of Gethsemane. That's where he was at. We'll look at this today. Let me, let me uh, read a little bit here about Gethsemane. Notes I took here, if I could read them without my glasses. Gethsemane is an Amharic uh, language in origin. Uh, 
The name is meaning olive press. A place where Jesus went at times to pray. It's a garden outside of the city of Jerusalem across the Hedron Valley on the Mount of Olives. This was a special this was a special place for Jesus to get away from the crowds and the city life to be alone with his disciples and talk with them alone and also to, to pray to God in secret. Uh, this night was special and different. Eternal business was going on between Jesus and God for the souls of all mankind. This was a place uh, where the olive trees grew and bare their fruit. The olive tree, uh, the olives were collected and and placed in a press, and the precious olive oil was exaggerated. That means squeezed out from divine uh, from uh, uh, I can't remember right. Vine under the. Uh, uh, the, the olives under the intense pressure uh, when they when they squeezed that oil out of those that fruit there was intense pressure was happening amen now here's what I want you to get the analogy of this Jesus this night uh, had the weight of the sins of the whole world was pressing on him. And all the suffering that he was going to go through was the squeezing of life out of him. But his his precious blood was the uh, was the surely squeezed out of him in the garden and on the cross. The precious blood of the atonement for our sins. <clears throat> Amen. And then I thought here, as I looked at that, as they they took those precious fruit of the olive olive fruit, and olive oil was everything back in this time, back in Bible time. And olive oil is still used today quite a bit. It's in a lot of your natural ingredients. Uh, and anyways, they squeezed that all out, huh? Out of high intensity, pressing it down. And I thought about Jesus, huh? The, the, the squeezing of Him, huh? And all this pressure and the sins of the whole world upon Him. Amen. And I'll tell you, uh, before this happened, before this took place, they had the Last Supper. They were in the upper room, and they consti uh, uh, he constituted the Lord's Supper, and we're going to look into that next week as we do communion. And uh, he told his disciples, uh, you know, this was his body, the bread, and his blood was the uh, the wine was the blood of his suffering. And anyhow, uh, he explained all this to him or to them, and it said here. Jesus knew what was going on. 
He's down to the end of his earthly life. It's coming to an end. And he goes to the Mount of Olives where he's been many times. Huh? Like I said and I read, there was a place of refuge for him. It's a place where he met God and he talked to God and he went over the things with the Lord God of heaven. And uh, I tell you, uh, it, it reminds us of something we need to do too is find a place of prayer when life comes crashing in. Huh? When things are going on in our lives, I tell you, uh, 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 circumstances, sickness, whatever it is, the Lord, uh, we need to go to the Lord and pray to Him. Huh? Jesus went there many times. I tell you, it was a getaway from this world. I tell you, at church this morning, we have a closet, huh? At home or wherever we're at, huh? And we need to get in that closet, I tell you, and pour our hearts out to God, huh? He'll help us. Praise the Lord. Jesus went there. I tell you, his heart was heavy, huh? He knew what light ahead for him. Amen. Jesus knew it all. Folks, mm. He was God-man. But we see here in this passage of Scripture, I don't want to take anything away from Christ. Never, ever take anything away from Christ. But we see His humanity huh, in this garden. Amen? We see Him as a human being, just like me and you. Huh? He comes here in the garden. I tell you, He knows what's going to take place. He knows, listen, He knows that it's not going to be long, huh? That Judas at the Last Supper had already left to go get the guards and go get the, uh, 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 the, uh, the, the uh, Pharisees and turn Him over to them. It had already happened. And Jesus knew His hour had come. And, and Jesus left to do that. Or uh, Judas left to do that. And Jesus knew it was coming. Huh? I tell you, He knew that He would be uh, brought before a court of the, uh, the Sanhedrin, the highest court of the Jews. Huh? And He knew there would be lies uh, told about Him. Huh? Of, of who He was and what He was. He knew that was coming. He knew there would be mockery of Him. They knew they would call Him a liar. Huh? He knew that they would, they would punch Him and beat upon Him. Huh? And he, and he knew huh, that he was going to take him huh, and flog him and whip him huh, with one strike away from his life. Huh? They knew how to beat a man. Amen. Back then, Jesus knew all this suffering was coming. Huh? Praise God. He knew it. Think about it. Do you want to go through that? Do you want to face that kind of punishment? Suffering. Jesus knew that was coming. And here's what it was all about. Lord help me, I'm struggling a little bit here trying to get this out. This passage of Scripture, this agony, this suffering, huh? Let me tell you one thing. Let me read this real quick to you. 
Anguish. The definition of anguish. It's severe mental, mental, mental or physical suffering. The verb to be extremely distressed about something. And then uh, agony, which that was spoken there in Luke. Agony is the final stage of, a, of the difficult or painful death. In other words, agony and anguish are about the same thing. Huh? But agony is the furthest part of anguish huh? where death is at the door. You get what I'm saying this morning? That's where Jesus was. He was in agony and He was in distress. Huh? You know what over? Huh? Not what I just told you about all the cross, all the beatings and all the suffering, but the sins of the whole world was laid on Him. The sins of the whole world was laid on Jesus Christ. I want you to think about that just for a minute, huh? The sin that was in the Garden of Eden, huh? The fall of man, huh? When man fell, it was a great fall back in the Garden of Eden. And he went back that far. Huh? All that sin back in the garden from the Old Testament, all the sin in the Old Testament, all the sin in the New Testament, huh? Think about what I'm trying to say here this morning. The sins of the whole world, even, listen, even up to when the trumpet sounds, huh? And time shall be no more. Jesus suffered it all in agony, huh? And in distress. Amen. He covered it all. All of it was laying on him. All this pressure. Huh? I tell you, I sinned. Listen, I, I'm not proud of it. I sinned against the Lord. I was raised in a Christian home. Knew better, huh? Knew what the Word of God said. Yet went out, huh? And sowed my wallows, huh? Act like a man, a person, a boy, a young man that didn't know anything about God. But I knew it. And yet I went out and sinned and walked in it. And done it and engaged in it, huh? When the Holy Spirit dealt with my heart, listen, I felt so bad. I felt so terrible. I was hurt. I was distressed. Huh? So I tell you, maybe, I don't know, really know, maybe it's just a small inkling, huh? I might know a little bit what Jesus was going through. But He had the sins of the whole world weighing upon Him that night. Amen? Think about it. I tell you, the sins huh, of alcoholism, the sins of drugs, huh? Listen, the sins of, of pornography, huh? The sins of child molesting, huh? All these awful sins, huh? Uh, that are happening today in our nation and in the world. Jesus laid it on Him, huh? And the burden was 
came God sent, him, sent the angel uh, listen we don't know where Jesus was at huh <clears throat> there's two things we know he told his disciples I'm at the point of death huh that's how sorrowful my soul is I'm at the point of death huh and God sent the angel to comfort him that's close. Huh? God intervened. Would he have died? That's not God's plan for Jesus to die in the garden of Gethsemane. Huh? That was not the plan. And I want to tell you something. The angel came and comforted him. Huh? And sympathized with him. But the angel, listen to this, the angel had no part in the atoning of our souls. Huh? The angel was just there to comfort. Amen. Jesus had it all. He bore it all. I want to tell you something this morning. Praise God. This was a plan from the foundations of the world. Gethsemane, huh? Was part of God's plan. It was going to happen. Hallelujah. That Jesus was going to go through this, huh? He was going to suffer the mental and emotional suffering for the sins of the whole world. Remember, he ain't even, there's not been one blow, one hit, one strike, one nail. None of this stuff physically has happened to him yet. But yet, the weight of the sin of the whole world is upon his shoulders. Huh? And laying on him. And he's at the point of death. I wanted you, if I don't get anything out, out today, I want you to see that. How Jesus, huh? Carried our sins. Huh? We sang this, this song this morning. He carried our sorrows, huh? He carried our griefs, huh? Hallelujah! Think about that this morning. All that in our pain and our sickness, he carried it all. Thought about my mom. I'm so glad she's here. I think about her and I think about what she's going through since she lost my dad. Since he's been out of her life, huh? I tell you, it's been such a grieving thing. It's been such a hard thing for her, huh? It's just when you're there together that many years, I tell you, you're, you're blended and, and that's part of you. Your companion is part of you. And then when it's gone and it's missing, huh? You're missing. Something's gone. She feels that, has that, huh? But I tell you, God, Jesus, huh, bore that in Gethsemane. He bore all our griefs, all our pain, all our suffering, huh? That don't means it, that doesn't mean that it goes away. <laughs> it don't go away. It's still there, huh? 
but he said, my grace is sufficient. I'll give you the grace to get through it huh, and help you through it. Jesus bore it all. Amen. I tell you, it just amazes me what Christ went through. And you know what? Listen, he didn't have to go through this. He didn't have to do this. Huh? He said he could call for ten legions of angels. I don't know, I don't know how many thousands of angels that is. That's a lot. He said, I could have called for ten legions of angels. Huh? And they would came and rescued me. Huh? And brought me out of this suffering and out of this out of this condition that my soul is and the agony and the, that I'm carrying for the whole world. They can come and deliver me from it. Do you know what he said? No man taketh my life from me, but I lay it down. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I lay it down for you, huh? I'm going to lay my life down for you so you can have new life. Praise God. You can be a new creature in Christ Jesus, huh? I tell you, your life will change. Amen? Jesus bore it all. I tell you, this was God's plan. Amen? The Lord knew how God knew that man would fall. Amen? And man was going to need a Redeemer. And I'm so thankful this morning that we've got a Redeemer. Huh? Can you feel that in your heart? Huh? I tell you, we never even seen Jesus, huh? We never seen Him physically. But I tell you, He's alive and well in our hearts and in our minds. And He's with us. He walks with us. He talks with us along life's narrow way. Huh? I like that. I like that part narrow. <laughs> huh? I like that narrow way. Huh? What is, Jesus said, broad was the way, the path that leadeth to destruction. But straight is the way, and narrow is the gate. Hallelujah! And be few that find it. Hallelujah! I'm glad we found it, church. Praise God. Huh? We found it, huh? Because Jesus suffered for us. Amen. And give us victory. I didn't know if I was going to shout, run, do anything today. Huh? I thought I'd just cry the whole time. Struggle. Huh? But it stirs my heart. Amen. To know what Jesus went through for me. Huh? And for you. Personally. Praise God. I'm telling you, He's real. Huh? He's alive and He's on the throne this very hour. That's right. Amen. And He's making intercessions for you and I. Huh? I tell you, uh, last night we went to a concert, ca Casting Crowns, and, and uh, went down there, and I enjoy that group. They're probably the best Christian group there is. And we went down there to Conseco Fieldhouse and listened to them sing. Huh? There was a lot of people down there. The place was packed. And I told my son-in-law, Jonathan, I said, listen. I said, surely, huh? They're coming here for Jesus. They heard about Jesus, huh? They know something about Jesus. Or they never came. Huh? They'd have waited, huh? For the rock band came. Huh? They'd have waited for a country band to come. Somewhere in their life, they heard about Jesus. And they wanted to go see Casting Crowns. 
People was raising their hands, standing up when they were singing and stuff. Huh? I did. I thought, I thought to myself, I'm so glad I'm a Christian today. I'm so glad to be in this family of God, huh? I know what I've got, huh? I know what I've got in my heart. Amen. I was, they were singing and going on. And, and uh, I was thinking about the message today. Trying to take some notes on my phone. Huh? I tell you. I'll tell you another thing, and we don't know about it. We don't know for sure. It's not in the Scriptures. But it's a possibility. Huh? That the devil was there too. Huh? That he was there too. Pressure in Christ. He's been everywhere else. Huh? He's been everywhere else trying to destroy God's people. Trying to destroy the message. The devil's been everywhere else. You know, I don't know. I can't say that he was. But I wonder if he wasn't there. Huh? Because this was the greatest battle huh? that was ever going to take place. Huh? He knew if Jesus went to the cross and died huh, for the sins of the whole world, then he'd be defeated. Huh? I don't know. I'm just saying this. If he was, if he was, I tell you, he, he took all the armor he ever had and unleashed it on Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Huh? Having to give up and forget about it. Amen. Sit here. In 43, he said, And there appeared an angel to him, and had them strengthen him. And being in agony, he prayed the more earnestly. And he sweat as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. Now, this is physically possible to happen. It's happened to people. It's happened to people, they, I read about it, where they was really, really sick, and they was really in bad physical health, and it was under, their body was under so much stress, huh? Now, what would happen in those sweat glands, huh? In, those, in that sweat uh, glands, there's little tiny blood vessels all over the place. And, 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 and the body would be under so much so much distress and grief for what it was going through that those uh, that sweat would push through the pores, huh? And those blood vessels in there, huh, would pop. And they'd start bleeding. Huh? Great drops of blood. I want to tell you something this morning. Jesus was in perfect health. There was nothing wrong with him. Huh? His heart rate was perfect. Huh? He was healthy as a horse. Huh? There was no, no physical uh, uh, afflictions with him. Huh? He was the divine Son of God. He came for one purpose. Huh? To seek and to save that was lost. There was nothing wrong with him. He was a perfect, healthy man. Huh? At an age 33, they say. No physical problems. And I'll tell you what. When he took on the way to sin, the whole world, it broke him down. Huh? 
And he fell on his face and he laid in the garden and bled sweat great drops of blood. Huh? His robe, his whatever he was wearing, his coat, whatever he had on was bloodstained. Huh? It had blood all over it. Agony. Amen. I want you to see that this morning. Go ahead and read it. You can read about it. And I want to tell you something this morning. In the same way with the cross. I'll try to get on that a little bit next week. Jesus died to save the world. Every person. Okay? And it said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Huh? He that believeth on Him is not condemned. Huh? Listen to this. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Get that? I want to tell you something. The world is coming to Judgment Day. There's going to be a judgment of mankind. And I'll tell you, this suffering that Jesus done in the Garden of Gethsemane, huh, this emotional suffering and distress that He was in, huh, is going to be one of the things, that and the cross, that when man stands before God in his lost estate, huh, where he refused to believe in Christ, Refuse to believe in Jesus as the, the, the Lord's Christ. Huh? When it comes judgment day and he stands there before God, he's not going to have an excuse. Huh? Because Jesus paid it all. Huh? He paid it all for you and I and the whole world. Huh? There's just nothing. They'll have no excuse. That's why I said this, and I said this before. When you witness to somebody and you tell them about the Lord, Huh? And I know you've done it. I've done it. And you tell them about Christ and who He is. How He could save their, their lives and transform it. And how they need Jesus in their lives and in their hearts. Huh? And you explain it to them. Huh? And you tell them what happened to you. And you tell them your experience that you had with Christ. Huh? And I'm going to tell you, they're listening to that. And I hate to say this, but it's true. They're listening to that. Huh? One of these days, if they don't turn their life over to Christ, they'll remember the day you witnessed to them. They'll remember it. I had an opportunity. That man or that woman witnessed to me. Huh? I heard it. But I didn't believe it. And I refused it. Huh? Amen. This is serious stuff this morning. Amen. The Lord paid it all for us. Huh? He went through a lot here in Gethsemane. Suffered a lot. So you and I, I tell you, could be saved this morning. I'm so glad that He put the weight of the whole world was upon Him. The weight of the sins of the whole world was on Jesus. Amen. I'm so thankful this morning for what He did. He didn't have to do it. Like I said, He didn't have to do it. Huh? He could have forfeited. Matter of fact, He told God, he said, 
If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Huh? That's where another thing I want to get out. I'm done. I got to quit. He was in so much agony. Huh? He, he asked God huh, if there was another way. If there was any possible other way huh, to redeem fallen man and be an atonement for their souls. Huh? He was saying, Lord, if there's any other way. Huh? But if there's not, I'll do it. Huh? I'll do it. I'll do it. Not my will, but thine be done. Huh? This was it. And Jesus done it for you and I. Praise God. I had a lot more. I didn't know which way I was going to go this morning on it. Pray God will just help us what we did bring out. We'll touch your hearts and lives today. Amen. So glad for, for His Word. So glad for what Jesus has done for you and I this morning. I just wanted you to see the suffering that He went through before there was ever one strike or one blow upon Him.